sure. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Honored Ones podcast, the only podcast where you get objective truth on one end and uh, uh, objective misinformation on the other end. Uh, and today it is we got episode 19, and we got some uh, interesting stuff to talk about. We got three chapters, three separate series that we're going to talk about. Uh, one being Super Smartphone, a new manga that is featuring in Weekly Shonen Jump. That's actually been pretty interesting. We have My Hero, which dropped a really nice chapter featuring Todoroki. For once, yes. And then we have a JJK chapter that we got a lot of hype to talk about. We're going to go in that order talking about those series. We have the most to talk about the JJK. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna push that one to the back because we got a lot to talk about. It. We got a lot to talk. I got a lot of gloating to do. So we'll start off with the first two series. Still good. But I think um, we can we can kind of cover our, our 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 thoughts on it in a much more brief way. So right. I'll say my piece real quick. Yes, I like Super Smartphone. It has some like Death Note, Note vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like super. I don't think it has the same like dark tone as Death Note did in its start. But I do think it has a similar vibe of like smart main character given these supernatural abilities um, with like a mystery element and like a like a smart main character element to it. So I'm kind of interested in seeing where it goes. Uh, that kind of encompasses chapter one and two, just in general. Um, but I, I think I think this monkey could definitely go places. I, I do like the concept. I do like the sort of trope that it's following. So I'm here for it, in all honesty. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Not too much because we only have two chapters to work from. But it's, it's, still, a, it's still a pretty solid series, all things considered. Uh, are, are you done? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as for me, I most I actually agree with like all of that, including the part about it being uh, giving like Death Note energy, because uh, I definitely felt it um, with this particular recent chapter, chapter two, um, because one they introduced that detective character. You know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And she was also sitting weird in her chair, and she was also kind of like uh, a mess. And I was like, okay, I see yeah. some obvious inspiration here. And, and I don't mind it, right? It's it's mm -hmm. like I like seeing uh, uh, mangakas, uh, you know, uh, achieve the dream of uh, paying homage uh, to, to their favorite series or whatever. Now, as for me, the thing that I'm most excited about when it comes to this series is genuinely, like, what the deal is with the actual smartphone. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Like, what end does it serve? Uh, what do these points like? Do, like, what do these points benefit? Uh, the person who made the smartphones. Excuse me. And that smartphones plural because I guess reveal this chapter that um there's a possibility that there are multiple smartphones, and smartphone holders competing out there. Uh, for what? Uh, like for like how it's even possible? Like, there's so many like little things that I that I just am intrigued with. Um, namely, uh, uh, if we're talking about, like, sp chapter-specific mysteries, why the hell, uh, they consider, like, public service, uh, uh, things, like, one point, uh, two points here and there, where the smartphone was, like, even criticizing him at one point, he was like, yo, I'm not supposed to be used for this shit, uh, so I'm, I'm, like, what is it supposed to be used for, is, is my question, you know what I mean? Yeah, um sure i think it has those mystery elements to it that are going to be uh handled i think it's going to be fun i think it's going to be fun to see uh it's it it like kind of unfold this is one of the first new series in a while that i felt like actually is really good uh like are that not really really good like it's nothing crazy yet but i think it has like a lot of potential i'm actually interested in it um so that's nice that's a new thing um but yeah overall kind of gives death note vibes uh, has the mystery elements, has the smart character elements, 
has like the supernatural ability that like enhances the already like high level of capabilities that the main character has so i'm pretty interested in seeing where it goes uh, overall pretty good i'm curious what your um did do you also have the impression upon seeing the name and artwork for it on the shonen jump app and you were like ah yes another shitty uh comedy manga shonen jump yes. really fallen off and then you read the first chapter and you're like wait what <laughs> yeah i don't think the first page really helps with that with goo goo goo, goo yeah not necessarily the uh <laughs> The, the the most like serious toned thing like whereas death note sort of elicits like just the name of the actual like mystical item it elicits this sort of like uh mystery like sort of creepy vibe goo 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 did not um, but regardless of the stupid name it's cool i think um i think the concept is cool i think it's generally cool i think when you look to the first chapter cover page or like the colored page you see the detective girl, and then you also see this, like, really mysterious, what I'm assuming to be a large antagonist character. Uh, so I'm curious in, like, how the, the next couple of chapters uh, start to start to really, like, focus on those things. So, yeah, pretty good, though. I'd recommend it. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm definitely pleasantly surprised, at, not only with, like, the quality of the story so far, but, like, my reception to it. Because, man, it, it, there's... There's this level of like self-awareness that a that a manga or like any series I consume has to have that just makes me instantly like fuck with it. Um and this is how I'm going to segue into my hero. Um with Goo Goo Goo, you know, the the name of the phone. Uh and these little moments where it said not Google. I don't know. I just yeah. like for some reason that that saved a lot of like the the weirdness about the name for me. Like it was very like deliberately like Oh yeah, you can name the company, but you you're like going out of your way to say it. I don't know. I find it like the the my favorite like thing is when mangakas acknowledge their own series in a kind of like half meta way, not where like they do an author's note within the fucking middle of the action or something crazy like that, but more like they do it through a character as their mouthpiece. So with my hero in this not this recent chapter from today, but last week or I not last week, but like the chapter before this where um Dobby's just going in on Todoroki, and he's just like, you're kind of a fucking failure, bro. You're just a walking L compared to your friends, and uh, you've just been kind of riding your quirks uh, uh, powerness for basically your entire life. You're fucking dog shit. And then I was like, oh, shit, Horikoshi does know about Todoroki's weaknesses as a character. I thought he, I thought that was just like him writing like that, you know, on purpose. It's not on purpose, but like by accident. Like this was the ceiling of his power, so to speak. Yeah, um, and I, that's a good segue into my hero. Uh, I feel like this chapter, the 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 two chapter combo of the show, uh, like Todoroki and Dobby fight, while short, I think has been pretty good. I think it was, I think it was a pretty good uh, duo of chapters. And I think, like the reason I I say I gauge it as being pretty good is well, Dobby wasn't crazy, um, like in terms of like my enjoyment of him as a villain. What really surprised me is the fact that Horikoshi was able to take Todoroki, a character that I think is kind of just whatever. He's kind of, like, kind of bland. Up, up to this point, kind of bland, right? Yeah. Into a character that I actually enjoy and think is, like, pretty good. Mm. I know a lot of people like Todoroki um, even before these chapters, but these chapters really did a good job of, like, making him... Uh, I don't know. It, it, I just feel like it, like it just makes him a much cooler character. I think when he thanks Deku for, like... Uh, like helping him achieve his own power and then it j jumps right into him using um like the 
be like the pale blade, <laughs> the cold flame pale blade against Dobby. Um, I think that was pretty cool. I like the fight in general. Um, it, it was pretty cool, all in all. Like, all things considered, this has been a long time coming. This has been a very long time coming for uh, Todoroki, like, getting a new ability or, like, uh, more like making his own new ability or making his own abilities his, truly his, and not just using them separately, right? Uh, we got some pretty cool spreads, some pretty cool, like, uh, like panels here. So I can't really complain for this chapter. This chapter, was, I think, did really well. Yeah, and not only did the chapter, like, just hit, but I also thought it was, like, a very, like, fantastic use of pacing. Like, you know, you and I, we shot on Horikoshi's uh, ability to pace a story too too many times to count at this point, right? But this was one of those, like, My Hero chapters where I was like, damn, he made use out of every single panel. And I don't know if you noticed, but the chapter is actually shorter, uh, this time around. It's only, like, 15 pages. Um, is that the case? Yeah. yeah I guess so. Yeah, but it feels, like, way more dense and, like, action-packed because so much shit happened in it, and I was just losing my mind. I was like, yo, Horikoshi, where where do you, like, where do you, like, is, is he going Super Saiyan for certain chapters? Like, like, is this him, like, just putting everything he has, or is this just how he casually writes? And that's just what I want to know. Like, why can't why can't My Hero Academia always be like these last few chapters? I mean, the Todoroki family conflict has always been particularly good. Um, you can tell that, like, you'll look at specific points where, um, like, you look at specific points where, like, My Hero kind of peaks, and you'll notice a lot of the times there's a Todoroki there. You'll either see Dobby, you'll see Todoroki himself, or you'll see Endeavor, right? Like, some of the best fights include Endeavor, Dobby, Todoroki right like a lot of these things i feel like he's just always been very good at writing the the dynamic with these characters um so i kind of was like expecting quality at least higher quality than what we be what we'd been getting before to be honest um i think what you really need to worry about with horikoshi is how he writes with characters like uraraka <laughs> because yeah i didn't feel as strongly with her conflicts at least uh in the beginnings of it but this while quick you like now i don't know how i'll feel like I don't know how I feel about, like, if Dobby, like, reforms now. I think that'd be kind of weird. But, I like, mean, the fight itself, I think, is, is good. Can he even reform is my whole thing. Because he seemed, like, very, in this chapter with the dialogue, like, very committed to his whole, like, you and I, we will never understand each other just as people. And I kind of agree, just based on how he's been acting, how he kind of went about, you know, killing a bunch of people basically every aspect of uh of dabi instead of like you know toya todoroki is his identity you know what i mean i i, I like you can make the argument honestly because uh we all know horikoshi's like a star wars fan you can make the argument for like a darth vader moment of sorts uh, at the end but one of two things is gonna happen either that or uh he just gets arrested bro and he just like stays crazy i mean it's possible but I mean, Shigaraki's killed a lot of people too. I still very confidently think he's going to be saved by Deku in some capacity that isn't just locking him up. Uh, I feel like, I just think Dobby is one that's like gone really far. I'm not sure though. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I have a little bit more trust in Horikoshi's ability to write this dynamic considering how he's been doing really good with these last two chapters. So, I mean, there's that. Um, but 
Uh, um, yeah. I guess, uh, rating for the chapter? Mm, probably like a 9 out of 10. It was pretty good. Yeah, me too. It's wild, though, because um, in our call you were like, oh yeah, if my hero, uh, uh, like, wait, so you read JJK last? First? Yes. Okay. Because you said My Hero would have taken the cake for best chapter this week if JJK had, like, a, a, a C-tier uh, chapter. So, then, what is a C-tier JJK chapter, out of curiosity? Like a 7 or 8 out of 10. No, like, like reference one. Shit, I don't know. He hasn't had one in a while. Yeah, that's um, that's what I mean. That's why I'm like, what? Like I think I think Hakari chapter is like lower than what I'd say a C tier is. Like that's a D tier JJK chapter. What? In my opinion. Hakari's chapters were like A tier. What the fuck no, no, do you no. mean? No, the chapter before this one was not A tier. It wasn't B tier. It wasn't C tier. Dude, it wasn't. That was such a not, fun like, again, chapter. I mean, like I said, it still have the chapter like a six out of ten, six point five, something like that, right? But so it's not a bad chapter. That's a but wild to JJK score. Chapters, it is not very good. Bro, no. are you seriously going to sit there and tell me? A three-page explanation about a domain expansion you just heard about isn't fucking peak fiction? Are you it's, even it's, really a JJK it's fan? Not even, it's not even the explanation. I think the ability just isn't that cool. I think uh, the ability itself is not applied in a very cool way, at least so far. Uh, no, uh, Justin, we haven't gotten to the JJK part yet. Anyway, so... Yeah. I think we're that's a good segue actually to get into uh you know Broken Ronin's uh, uh proclamation the, the the best chapter this week so to speak duh um, duh wow yeah I don't know why I mocked you for that I agree I just like <laughs> I was, I was about yeah to say, I was like dude like what do you like the best chapter this week like obviously I feel like I don't know I didn't yeah. think that was like a really like a, an up like I guess if you read <laughs> One Piece I don't know but like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me not slender One Piece. I don't yeah. even know why I brought One Piece up. Whatever. Bro, One Piece. Um, yeah, it's just it's easily my best chapter. I mean, yeah. I mean, for all of those of you who uh, care about One Piece, really quick, it was our it was an all right chapter. Anyway, so with this JJK chapter, I just want to acknowledge two things. Right. One is I still don't see what the gas is about Kashima, and two, you're in, you're. I think you're just a hater. I think I think what it is is. Oh like, my god. You didn't. I. I think. I, hey, let me. Let me be honest. I think this is what it is. You didn't get the gas for Kashimo initially, so you're. You're not able to see the vision. Bro, there was no gas to get. Off. What a psychotic thing to say. There was no gas to get in the first place, bro. We if were. You, if you look for. If you look for Sukuna, you literally have to be an idiot, which I don't think he is. We see based off the like the rule he gives that he's actually pretty intelligent, or you have to be ridiculously strong. And as we've seen, it's the. It's the. It's the latter, not the former. That is actually crazy to me that you'd say that, bro. Like, the fact that Kashima is just... I, I, I'm sorry, okay. <clears throat> Kashima one-shotting Panda is just not a flex. Like like I said it before, is bro, flex. I could do it, all right? You could do it. Anybody in chat could beat up Panda. It's not that hard. The guy's literally a stuffed animal. Beating, no, no, no. Beating up Panda and what Kashima did are two completely different things. Kashima one-shotted Panda several times. The same Panda that, like, I'm just going to be honest, Ghetto didn't one-shot. Like, Ghetto didn't oh one-shot Panda. I don't think he was Kashima trying did. to. Mm, nothing you would have would indicate that. But, oh, so it depends I, on the kind Kashima, of shot. It depends on the kind of shot, too. It's not like Ghetto hit him with the full Uzumaki. I didn't. And Kashima, when he, did, when he was one-shotting him, didn't hit him with his technique. The first thing he does 
is punches him, just a casual punch, rips through his stomach, and then rips his arm off. Even if you say Geto's being casual, so is Kashima. He's literally <sighs> grading Panda while they fight. And then, unlike Geto, when when uh, uh, Panda uses unblockable drumming beat, Kashima doesn't even, like, flinch at it. Yeah, isn't that wild? Because everybody seems to, like, want to dodge that technique in one way or another. Because uh, even in JJK Zero, uh, in the Mechamaru fight, everybody's trying to avoid that uh, attack. And I'm like... It can't be that fucking powerful, right? Because, uh... uh it is because it, it, like, negates their ability, like, for the most part. Yeah, I guess the um, whole unblockable part, right? But yeah. it, when, it, when it finally does connect for the first time against Kashima, it's like, the fuck were they all afraid of? It seems like this C-tier character can tank it just fine. You know? This filler, non-important character... You it's because you're a hater it's because you're like you're not seeing you like the thing is you literally have to be in denial to not understand why kashimo's being hyped up dude how because are pandas you pro pandas I... probably a grade one sorcerer at this point semi grade right? one max he beats up he tanks he tanks mechamaru's strongest attack and and mechamaru's a, a semi grade one you'd have to be drastically stronger than them to be able to do that drastic like, they can't if you can't be relative to somebody and then no sell their attacks. Like for example, right? Imagine me and you are fighting, right? Let's say easy, we're easy just gonna diff. say I'm a semi grade one. If I hit you and you don't move, right? You just tank it like Panda did. You would have to be a grade one in comparison because Panda, he was just like he stood there, he tanked the attack, and he was chilling. Dude, right? the, the funniest thing about that fight was like every time uh, Panda would pull out one of his moves, Kashima would just rank him lower and lower in terms of like. Uh, uh, difficulty or power level so it was like it started off oh you're kind of strong sort of strong you're weak oh you're really weak yeah i think i think why that's the case is because like he assumed that panda's initial gear was like whatever right he's like okay yeah this is like this is how you start a fight you know you might not be bad but he saw him like use his like next form and it was like oh this is what your next form looks like like that's it that's the difference oh and then he sees like that he's like oh yeah I, I was really wrong about you you're not you're not <laughs> yeah. built like that and it's crazy because like his uh i was so fucking excited to see his older sister's moves and everything and i didn't even realize like um panda's body like his base panda body transformed into uh like a female panda yeah that's yeah yeah but like was it okay what was the animal of his sister was it a goat a rhino a it skunk like a, probably looked like a rhino because i thought it was a skunk right with, with like the body being like that and like the tail was that big ass like face thing uh i definitely got the rhino thing because of the horns like i don't know what skunk has like horns like that yeah um, i mean it's still a like a curse you know I'm, I'm not saying it has to be anatomically correct for sure um i just, i don't know I got, I got the rhino implication a uh, panda used um, all of his cores and he got washed. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to touch on. So is panda like dead? Cause she like no, uh, Kashima he didn't, he didn't hit. He didn't hit panda's. Well, we can assume he didn't hit panda's core because he's still asking him questions. No, but panda always transformed after like a significant attack, right? Meaning like probably one of his cores got burnt out at the very least. Yeah, he transforms when he's out of cores. I'm saying that like. We there's I don't think there's a reason to say he's dead yet because I don't think Kashima is trying to kill him. That's not what he did here. I don't think that was the intent because right after that he's like, "Yo, where's Sukuna at?" I think it'd be, it it he either has to like, 
Is the thing is, I don't. None of the attacks seem to hit Panda lethally. Like I don't know, they're not like. Trust me, they look like they hurt, right? Mm-hmm. But like there, it, it's one of two things, right? Either, um, Panda like Panda's Gorilla Core wasn't destroyed, which someone in chat brought up because like he wasn't forced to switch. He like decided to because he was like, oh yeah, <laughs> my my sister's kind of my sister's gonna have to handle you, right? Um, or he just didn't kill um, his sister's iteration of the form because he still needs to ask him questions. But yo, Panda got handled, handled for real. Like every time Kashma would rip through him, I like, f- I like uh, imagine the sound of stuffing and clothing being ripped. Like, f- like you know what I'm talking about? Like, like the sound of fabric being ripped, and it was like, oh yeah. god, that's so nasty. Yeah. Uh, d- um. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's why I'm saying it's, like, I don't I don't see, like, I'm not saying you have to think he's, like, top tier, right? I'm not saying you have to take it that far, but, like, one-shotting somebody that's probably a grade one and then not seeing the hype for them is kind of wild. I mean, okay, here's, here's my counter-argument, and then maybe you and chat can, like, understand how I think, right? If you go to somebody like Panda and you beat them like this, and then you're somebody from 400 years ago, to me, right... It means that you see Panda's level as, like, two tiers below what the current rankings, uh, like, the current, like, modern-day rankings put him as. So, for example, it's, like, Panda's at, like, let's say semi-grade 1 now. Excuse me? Panda's at semi-grade 1 now. He'd probably be grade 2 or grade 3 400 years ago and, like, grade 4 in the Hanan era, right? I'm not even sure they had grades back then. But just sure. in terms of like naming the the kind of like tiers of power uh maybe right possible i don't know so that being said i am willing to put kashima at like grade one circa 400 years ago which is technically still special grade nowadays and that's my argument Sure, so why are you not hyped about a special grade character showing up? Like, in your thoughts, he's a special grade. Why are you not impressed? Because special grade is very broad, dude. Mahito, a finger bearer, and Sukuna are all considered special grades, and there's, like, massive gaps of power between each of those tiers. Yeah, one of those special grades literally shits himself whenever thinking of, like, whenever trying to, like, fight around Sukuna. He literally dances around the thought of Sukuna being Mahito. The (laughs) other guy that you think is a special grade is seeking him out. He's like, where is he? And keep in mind, he probably doesn't have any idea that Sukuna is not completely, like, that he's not, like, uh, fully reincarnated, right? He probably doesn't know that Sukuna is nerfed. So, I mean, why were, okay, again, why do you keep assuming Sukuna is nerfed? I, I'm saying, like, modern Sukuna, 15-finger Sukuna today, is probably about as strong as 20-finger Sukuna back in the Hanan era, because it's shown that its power's been increasing with time, and especially after yeah. Yuji activated that first finger. N- sure it increases with time but by a, a completely unknown amount with whereas with the amount of fingers you have a very good gauge of like how much stronger it makes him at least relative to what he was before right we know we know that like uh, a difference of like six fingers or about five fingers actually is enough for Joko to be able to beat someone to not being able to touch that character right bare minimum bare, that's okay. what we know the difference in five fingers is whereas with how much he's grown he can have. I'm not saying he has. But I'm saying he could have grown point zero 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 one percent every day, and we don't we don't know how much of an increase that is. So sure, he has grown stronger, 
but it could be by such an infinitesimally small amount that it's irrelevant, or it could be a large amount. We don't Wait, know. Don't they but say it's exponential with, with time? Like the more time no. passes, the higher the rate increases. They don't mention Gojo. Just says he's getting he's getting stronger every day. Well, um, yeah. When he does make that statement. Okay, so I, I I'm just a little bit of leeway for interpretation there, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't think it. I don't think you can say anything in that statement implies an exponential increase. Getting, like, I can get stronger every day as I age, right? But that that increase doesn't have to become exponential. It could very easily be linear, right? Um, but even linear, assuming the rate is, you know, like say two percent of Sukuna's power, two uh, percent of Sukuna's power is like twenty percent of a different sorcerer's. So, like, what are we talking about when we say like? I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying we have no gauge to even say it's two percent. Two percent could be a fucking massive eyeball. All I'm saying is with about five fingers of Sukuna level, we know he goes from hey Jogo can beat him to Jogo doesn't even land a hit on him. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Okay. And I'm saying and the the inverse is we don't know how much stronger. He could be to your point, he could be in he could be infinitely stronger over the time that his fingers have ha like his fingers been separated, but he could have also gotten barely stronger. It could have been an insignificant increase, right? Okay. In terms of the grand scheme of sorcerers. Fine. What I'm saying is is for my point, we have a much more solid uh power scale. Fine. So I'll take your argument to face value, assuming a linear scale of some kind, right? Like every day he, he increases by like half a percent or something arbitrary like that, right? Sure. How many fingers would you put Kashima at? I don't know. I would say he's probably, I mean, okay. I don't know how strong he, I don't okay, know how wait, strong wait. he would I, be. I, okay, I figured out a funnier way to phrase this question. How many Sukuna fingers is Panda? <laughs> I also don't fucking know. Um, bro, you don't mm -hmm. you, you you can't power scale panda. You don't say. I can't power scale how many fingers he has. I can say yeah, he's probably a grade one. <laughs> That's about it. He's probably a grade one sorcerer in terms of like maybe not in terms of like legitimate rank, but in terms of like power. Kashima is probably ten fingers. See, that's crazy that you'd put him at ten, which is technically less than Maharaga. Uh, like, okay. Um, Maharaga has never actually been explained like in Sukuna fingers, but I'm putting him like at around uh, over Jogo, but less than 15 finger Sukuna. So in the 12, 13 range, just based on like the fights mm -hmm. back to back. Mahor that that if you allow him to evolve, he could probably get there. But Maharaga's default, I don't think, is anywhere near 10 fingers. Um, like the like the standard he starts with i feel like it mean his base stats and base abilities i don't think he's anywhere near 10 fingers counterpoint he um, survived sukuna's domain expansion for a while right the thing that ultimately I, killed yeah, him off it, was the fire i know he evolved his slashing attacks that's what i'm saying that's not his default ability he'd already evolved his slashing techniques in general which is why he had to bring out the fire but also sukuna is just a terrible matchup for him because he has like an infinite arsenal of variety right so he can easily bombard maharaga where like somebody with uh kind of a one note curse technique can't do that you know who has a one note curse technique so far kashima you know like how much how many times are you gonna be able to hit maharaga with electricity before it's like okay fuck this i adapted what are you gonna do now i'm not i'm not even arguing your point of of Maharaga not being able to get there, I'm saying, you're saying he's like I, I got the implication that you're saying he's ten fingers level. That completely depends. I don't think he start like his. If you just if Me Megami summons him, he does not start anywhere near that in my opinion. 
he's much closer to four or five. Right, but he's obviously going to put up a little bit of a fight even at base. You know, like he initially hit Sukuna with positive cursed energy because he assumed it was a cursed spirit, and the literal second it, like Sukuna didn't like instantly get sliced in half, uh, he was like, okay, negative cursed energy then because you're in a human body. Sure. So like what about it. So the adaptability is very like on the fly as well like it doesn't take like this kind of massive oh yeah the attack has to finish then maharaga has to like load the information and all this shit like sometimes uh attacks are f uh adaptability is faster than other attacks like he's not I'm... he's not adapting to a domain expansion at the same rate he's adapting to like a punch i'm not saying he is i'm just saying i don't think like i feel like maybe you're missing the point i'm trying to get at here because like the initial thing is like he's 10 finger level and i'm just saying i don't agree with that i don't think i think he can get there if you let him fight you for a while because i think he only got there after he like after sukuna starts hitting him with his techniques and starts toying with him right because sukuna didn't um like didn't take him very seriously so whereas i don't think kashima has displayed that playful attitude in a fight not so, to the same degree so would you say uh, uh maharaga right out of the bag is like nine fingers about as strong as uh, no, chogo not even close no. really N nowhere near he's probably closer to three or four five five tops so, in terms of how he starts yeah for sure where would you put him after he adapts to slashing attacks i don't know um maybe six because it's specific to sukuna like a lot of these things are specific to the fighter so uh like yeah after he adapts to slashing attacks for someone like sukuna he's probably like six or seven maybe eight fingers because it's like his main form of attacking is like nullified um kashima seems like sukuna a guy that doesn't pull any punches that's why he has so many points i mean he has no regard for human life <laughs> bro it's the culling games you know you kind of have to that's kind of a prerequisite for going in um, yeah i mean kashima to me gives me the implication of a guy who will one shot his opponent much faster than sukuna like su this is the same sukuna that like fought megami and megami survived yes initially. sukuna is very much like a sadist above all all else um, I I personally believe now I'm not saying Kashimo is stronger than Hamaraka starts because that's that's a large claim you have to make right but what I am saying is if he were he's probably one shotting him right if he were strong enough to do so he's not he's not toying with him he's literally doing what he does to Panda and putting a hole in his chest uh, Diana and he might he might blow his head off with lightning or something. Well, he has more than 100 points. The man has killed more than 40 people, at least. And not only that, but he also was the first person to add a new rule to the Cullen games. So he already had 100 points before that. Smart. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Diana, how many points does he have? Uh, probably, like, 100 again right now. Um, Sukuna fights for fun, mostly. Bro, Sukuna fights to chill out. Yeah, he fights for fun. Um, but I want to get back to Kashimo's... Uh, um, points for a second here so on average would you say that like the majority of the calling games participants victims players players i'm gonna i'm gonna go with players um would sure. you say the majority of the calling games players are like in the same ballpark as like yuji megami or would you say They're that fodder. really so so it's not like yuji yuji and megami would have a field day right so it's only people in like sendai colony and like presumably kashimo and, I, and are... I would say the people it, and, and i would say it's not that in general sendai colony goes crazy it's that it has yuta it has uro it has ishigori it has kashimo it has a lot of heavy hitters but the unnamed ones i doubt are very strong you know what i i think we finally agree 
What what is this? What is this feeling? Because I think what would be what would be the point of like having these characters in that are strong, but you don't show them fight? There is no point. They're there to they're there to serve as cannon fodder for for like the more powerful characters. Narratively, though, don't think Kashima would be below Jogo. Uh, uh, there's not enough. Yeah. There. I mean, you can say you can say that like his his attitude towards Sukuna is like yeah. is sort of it, See, it implies that, which I agree with. But that's only if you assume he wants to fight him, which I'm also assuming is the case. Yep. He doesn't need to want to fight Sukuna. Speaking of the uh, his, can we can we address like the narrative real quick about this whole where is Sukuna bit? Because I think that's sure. one of the most interesting aspects of Kashima's like presentation as a character, right? Because like, who the fuck looks for Sukuna? You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So with that in mind, do you think like how do they even meet? Right. Because Kashima's from 400 years ago. Sukuna's from a thousand years ago. Right. And from what I've understood uh, reading it, um, Sukuna didn't become like a cursed uh, cursed item like right away. Like he uh... obviously had to live out some parts of his life as a human. But that was a thousand years ago. Like what? What's the turnover rate between him being cursed, cursed object, and then all the way uh, to being resurrected in the modern era? Like, like at what point would Kashimo have like met Sukuna to like have this kind of uh, uh, relationship with him? Even because okay, you can you can. My theory is that it's kind of like a Midoriya like Deku All Might situation where he just kind of like stands Sukuna uh, when he was when he was younger and he was just like, oh, I wonder if I could take him or some shit like that. But that's like. The only explanation that I think, not only, but like, it's one of the explanations that I really, really fuck with in terms of like Kashima's motivations for wanting to fight Sukuna is just kind of fulfilling this like dream. Um, and I'm wondering, like, fundamentally, where the opportunities were for them to have crossed paths in any way, shape, or form. Like, like, is Yuji? I don't think they have to. Have, I don't think they have to have crossed paths at any point in their life, honestly. Like Wait. they could have, but I don't think it's necessary. Wait, does this mean is Yuji the only vessel? No way, right? Because Joko's like, well, we haven't seen somebody with talent like this in like a hundred years. So I'm assuming said talent is being able to contain Sukuna's uh, cursed everything. Uh, so do you oh, think there were previous vessels? I mean, it's possible. Um, I'm just saying for the for Kajima wanting to find Sukuna, like assuming he wants to fight him, he doesn't even have to have ever met him. Sukuna doesn't even have to have ever existed in his era. Um, Sukuna is a legend that is like that that precedes himself, right? Mm. He's the king of curses. You don't have to meet him to know him. So you then. think it's also a Deku All Might situation? Yeah, it's certainly, it's certainly possible. If there's any inconsistency issues of like how would Kashimo know him, then yeah, it could be very easily resolved with he doesn't have to actually know him. He can know of his legend more than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I kind of fuck with this uh, with this line of logic because if it turns out he's like a longtime rival of Sukuna's, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. It's you're gonna have to eat your words. That's what you're. That's how you're gonna feel. You have to, you're gonna have to swallow your pride and admit oh my you're wrong. god, oh my god. Listen, I've never done that before. I'll never do. I'm just like you for real, bro. I, I'll never admit to any wrongdoings. Mm, I'm never wrong though, so that's why I don't admit to him. See what I mean? Exactly. Mm, nope. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we gotta read chat. We, we've, we've just kind of been on the Kashimo debate for a while. So, um, Hakari versus Kashimo soon. I'd kill to see that. I'd also love to see how strong Hakari is against, like, a serious opponent. Ryo and Kashimo are from the same time period. Uh, how would you compare the two? Who's Ryo? You see that one? Ishigori. Is that? You're saying who's Ryo? Oh, that's Ishigori's first name. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, yeah. maybe because I okay. Listen, Ishigori Uro, and the. Uh, uh, do you want to count the cockroach spirit? I'm not going to. I feel like there is definitely some kind of power divide between the cockroach spirit, the old guy, Uro, and uh, Ishigori. Like, if I had to if I had to power skill the four of them, uh, Ishigori, Uro, cockroach, old guy, in terms of, like, uh, power level. Would you disagree with that? Uh, we haven't seen the old guy, so I'd say it's fine putting him last. Yeah, but he got off-screened yeah. with, like, with a single strike sans Rika. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Um... I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the scaling isn't bad. Maybe Kashima just wanted to get an autograph before everything's done. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking love that. I think Kashima is one of the guys who helped defeat Sukuna. When? Like, like Sukuna wasn't, like, Sukuna, the, the, the two-faced menace, you know, 400 years ago. Um... Uh, I think Kashima's one... Uh, what do you... What do you think of Kenjaku's bomb? Oh, dude, I almost forgot about that. I don't have any thoughts of Kinjaku's bomb. It's too vague right now. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, yeah, me too, but also I wonder if his bomb is literally, like, a massive bomb? Like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Is he, is this bomb, do you think it's going to be with Kinjaku as a player, or Kinjaku as, like, the guy masterminding the whole thing? Because, if it's Kinjaku as a player, and he whips out, like, a, like, a fucking, like, a, like, a colony bomb of some sorts, the, the amount of points he's getting is going to be redonkulous. He, he, he's, he's probably gonna be able to add, like, three to five rules. I probably imagine he's gonna mastermind, because that's what we've seen him do in character, but it could go either way. Um, Kashmi never met Sukuna. Probably Hakari with a domain expansion that hasn't uh, guaranteed that hasn't a guaranteed hit versus Kashimo that has a cursed energy that is a guaranteed hit. What? Uh, maybe Sukuna killed someone important. Wait, hold on, Diano. That's kind of assuming that Kashimo doesn't have a domain expansion in addition to his uh, can't miss curse technique. Maybe Sukuna killed someone yeah. important to Kashimo and he wants revenge. Kashimo doesn't seem like he's ever cared about anybody in his entire life. Um, Kashimo does not, like, the context of the scene in which Kashimo looks for Sukuna does not imply revenge at all. It no. could, like, it is possible, right? Mm -hmm. But it does not imply it in the slightest. Because what Kashimo says, right, is like, um, they were much tougher 400 years ago, where is Sukuna? So it seems to be in response to people being weak. Yeah, and honestly, the, the biggest takeaway from Kashima's whole demeanor is that he's very much into fighting, like like Hisoka level into fighting. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. um, the way he was fighting Panda, the, the guy was cheesing the entire time. He was having the, he was just like all gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... And that was Panda too. So you can imagine the kick he's gonna get out of uh, meeting Hikari or Sukuna or Maki. Oh my god be interesting uh i believe hikari and kashimo's cursed energy properties are passive abilities through their technique that's just a theory no i think i no I, I think you're correct i think that is just how their cursed energy exists similar to how yuji's inherent uh properties were laggy initially before he controlled it they probably can apply and control it on purpose but i don't think they like i don't think that it's required i think they have those properties innately yeah and um just touching on maki real quick um, I'm assuming that after this next chapter, there's going to be some kind of convergence. Because um, usually Gege kind of does a passive segue uh, between fights ending and new fights beginning. Like, even uh, with the Yuta fight, he did this, like, mini exchange between Ishigori and Yuta before, um, like, transitioning over to Hakari and uh, Charles, right? On the Ferris wheel? Yeah. 
So, yeah. A, I wonder if that's what we're going to see next chapter when uh, Hikari, uh, uh, like, presumably, you know, Hikari crosses paths with uh, Kashimo. You know, they get to scrapping. Hikari, you know, puts up the greatest fight Kashimo's ever seen so far in the Cullen games, but he ultimately loses. And then, boom, one of two things happen. Either it's Maki or Yuji. And if it's Yuji and the Zayn, like, I can't, my, my main thing for this arc is that I just really want to see Sukuna come back. Dude, I want to see Sukuna pop out in the Cullen games. I can't wait for Yuji to max out, like, 6,000 points with the amount of people Sukuna's going to kill, bro. Hmm. Yeah. Um, seeing Sukuna would be pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways it could go. I mean, I'm personally rooting for Kashima if, they, if he does meet up against Akari. I'd want him to win. Um... I don't know the the direction. I guess things have been going, maybe imply that like Hakari would win just because all the protagonists have been re winning recently. But I hope that's not the case for this fight. Oh, Kashimo sticks around for a while, and he's like this kind of like ongoing thorn in their side. Mm -hmm. Um, well, because I think I think he has the charisma and power for it. All right, so I'm giving you here's a little here's a little uh, choose your own adventure uh, scenario. You ready? Sure. Okay, you get one of three options for the next immediate chapter, uh, like, storyline, right? Uh, or basically mm -hmm. the next group of couple chapters. One, we get to see uh, Megumi versus Angel, how that how that's playing out. Two, sure. Maki enters the fray. And three is uh, Kashimo versus Hikari. Choose. Uh, Megumi and Angel. Megumi? Okay, okay. I was also uh, teetering towards that, but I want to know your thought process before I give you my answer. And I want to see chat's Megumi. answers, too. Megumi is my favorite. Hey, yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right, sorry. Internet internet troubles. Uh, You're good. Oh, damn it. Uh, Probably about to see the, your, the, the hustle. Yeah. Okay. So that's fixed. Hopefully. <sighs> that was that. I always hate when that happens. Oh, no. Damn. We fell down like 30 concurrent viewers. I'm so sorry, chat. Please come back. Uh, anywho. Hakari, Yuta, and Gojo put him on a high pedestal. Wait, don't underestimate Hakari. Yuta and Gojo put him on a high pedestal. I'm not underestimating him. I think Hakari's pretty strong, but I just don't hope he wins this fight. It's not even about expectations. It's about I don't want him to win. Damn. I don't want him to die either. I just don't want him to win this fight. See, this is what I'm talking about. You call me a hater for the whole Kashimo thing, but here you are hating my boy Hakari. And I, I just think it's a little hypocritical. Where did I say uh, you called Kashimo a filler character that's irrelevant. I said I hope Hakari loses the fight. I yeah, like same thing, bro. Losing yeah. a fight in JJK is li it's dying. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, you ever seen Yuji lose a fight? He seems to tend to live through those, not gonna lie to you. I mean, he he actually died during one of them. What are you talking about? I mean, hey, bro, he got his ass beat by Mahito. He lived that. Uh, Toto came up, saved him. You know, Hanami got beat twice. And then he died. What are you talking yeah, about? He died, he died in a separate... They died in a separate fight, not in that fight. Losing a fight don't mean you die. Oh, fine. Losing two fights in a row... Is that a better? Is that better for you? Uh, Hanami lost three. No, it was two. It was, it was two right times. Here. Yeah, Ma Mahito, yeah. like at that point, like nature was gonna kill Nanami. Half his face was gone. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose two fights in a row. Sure. You might use Hikari versus Kashima to highlight how much of jackpot boosts Hikari. Yeah, that's very possible, and that's kind of why I'm hoping. Like, I'm putting all of my uh. 
all my hopes and praise that Kashima washes him. Yeah. But like the thing is, I feel like I feel like if you Akari, it's cool to have him be strong, but I I feel like I still want Kashima to be very dominant, like in this fight, like to the point where like it almost puts into question Hikari's strength. Damn. Oh, uh, that's just me. You you a you a hater for real? That's crazy. I just want to, I just want, like, we've had solid antagonists, but I want a solid, like, longer-running antagonist. You know, we've had Higuruma, we've had Ishigori, we have Uro. I want one that's, like, a little bit, like, longer-lasting. Um, I mean, do you just want it from the sense of, like, you want to see one of these people, one of these battles be uh, lost? I just, I want to see one of these battles be lost, but I want to feel, like, I want to feel some tension. I'm not feeling the tension right now. Like, there is tension to be felt, like... Oh, it's the Kulin games. Oh, go just see it. Blah, 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 blah. But none of that's in my face at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. If Sukuna pops out, I'm going to feel the tension. If Kashimo beats Hikari, one of the heavy hitters, I'm going to feel the tension. Megami has to do with, with Angel, I'm going to feel the tension, right? I need, I, I just need to feel something. Damn. I need to feel some, some intensity from the Kulin games. Okay. You know what? I, I feel what you're saying, um, but... I also think you have to consider that Megami's kind of on his deathbed right now. <laughs> so I mean, he just passed out. He's not even that like he's he's I mean, assuming Angel doesn't have negative intentions, which is granted a pretty big assumption. Yes. He's not even he's just gonna pass out and wake back up, right? Like I mean he's you, fine. you know, there is a there is a kind of an Occam's razor angle I wanna take with Angel and and I think it's something that weirdly not a lot of people consider just because of how like almost dumb it is, just on a basic level. You ready? Hmm. What if, and hear me out here, Angel is just another player in the Cullen games, and a guy who is basically mostly dead just walked up to her, and all she has to do is finish the job to get his points. Crazy uh, as it may seem. <laughs> yeah, crazy as it may seem, I mean, I don't know, we've seen a lot of Cullen games members that wouldn't do that, so... I know, but also, I, I, just throwing it out there, if that happens that's technically a twist because we've seen the overwhelming majority do not in fact behave like that like you just said so reasonably that'd be a pretty big twist you know that's such a gay gay move right there killing megami off screen or something like that i don't think is a gay gay move um, I, would, I would i would beg to differ yeah bro if this is how megami dies one that's gonna be so fucking funny and two I'm dropping jjk for real and i'm slandering it for the rest of my life <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see your fucking villain arc after that. That'd be that every every single upload. F I'm gonna write first plus L plus Mega Me Dead plus you lost. Oh, and then the under podcast will disband just like the it'll disappear. Oh come on, come on! Nah, it'll disappear. It'll be extinguished, reduced to ashes. Even the dis um, broke rebrand from Broken Ronin to the Dishonored one. <laughs> Anyways, um, All let's right. see. I don't know why people want to see Kashima fight Sukuna. He's just going to get curb stomped. I disagree. Yes, he is. Um, Spit. Dude. I wouldn't listen to him, guys. He's the one who said Kashima won't even win any of his fights. But, you know. Oh, hold on. That 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 is such a mischaracterization. But it's so like you, Broken Ronin. Ugh. Absolutely abysmal. Reggie is curb... Reggie cursed the boy. Now it's all in to kill Megami. Is that how? Is that how curses work? It's weird. In JJK, I've hardly ever seen like an actual textbook curse. Isn't that wild? The fuck? What do you mean you haven't you haven't actually seen a textbook curse? Like I'm talking like I curse you and your family to have this thing, or like 
you know, you guys are, you know, my, my bloodline is cursed by a witch. And now, uh, you know, kind of like Black Clover, um, uh, what's I mean, her name? He's kind of cursed. That's the whole reason he's here. Okay. Um, but like cursed is in, you know, not in a very, like, like a witch's curse. Cause I think Reggie's curse was kind of like a, a, a you are like, fuck you, bro. And these are my last words. Uh, I kind of expected like a, like kind of a physical representation that like he was actually using the last of his cursed energy to curse Megami, you know, like some kind of ribbon, uh, some kind of like glow effect. You know what I'm I think talking that's about? Just anything that happens when a sorcerer will die. Like if they have those words, I think it's just just a rule of the verse that you're gonna be cursed in some way, shape, or form. Um, I think Maki's been cursed by Mai's words. I think Yuji was cursed with his grandfather's words. I think Yuji was cursed with Nanami's words. Um, it's funny. Wait, so it, do you count those as like actual curses, or do you count those as like psychological curse, curses? I mean, I think curses are like inherently psychological. I don't think they like. I don't think the curses that you're referring to actually manifest in that way. Um, they like. I think they somewhat have to do with like your fate, rather than like, oh, this thing is now attached to you and is going to like attack you. I think it's just tied with your fate. So Yuji's now fated to be in this, like, very uh, disgusting, aggressive, dangerous world that has, like, uh, broken him completely several times, in fact. Uh, oh. Maki is cursed by Mai's words. You first makes a great point. Didn't the principal curse the guitar dude when he told him how he made Panda? So that's that's an interesting discussion, right? What is that curse? You know, like, he didn't... Because usually um, with, like, uh, Yuji's grandfather, it's like... Uh, help people and that's Yuji's curse right with uh principal yaga the curse like th the thing that he is inflicting upon uh, uh gakuganji seems to have been kind of like off screened or like not shown because um usually it's not so much i curse you but it's i curse you in this way and that just didn't happen in that interaction so i'm curious how he cursed them yeah i, I don't think we have really any idea um yeah Last... I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll be cursed to show up and try to save Panda. Maybe he'll like <laughs> sacrifice himself against Kashima. You know what it might be? It might be that when Principal uh, Gaku Ganji uh, tries to make cursed corpse like soldiers, because you know character excuse me, characters like them, like him, tend to do that a lot. They're like, oh yeah, we got to figure out a way to make X, Y, and Z stronger. And if, especially if he's the head of the conservative faction of JJK, which has like been shown to be kind of the recurring villains all throughout. Um, then when he makes, uh, when he goes to make cursed, uh, new cursed corpses based off, uh, Yaga's, like, instructions, you know, they all turn against him in the end or something crazy like that. Like, like, like the most fucking, like, the biggest payoff ever. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe they could all cry as they go up to him and, like, tear him apart. Yeah. Um. Would you rather have mid, uh, cursed energy with cursed technique and domain expansion or massive cursed energy with all your techniques, i.e. amplification reverse? This seems like the easiest choice ever. I don't know what exactly uh, the the hard part of making this decision is. Um, maybe curses are linked to binding vows. Can we talk about Kashimo not needing a domain for a sure hit? Yeah, that's cool. But again, bro, it's against Panda. Come on, let's let's kind of let's not kid ourselves here. I want to see him try to pull that shit against somebody who could fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Uh. I don't know, bro. Yuji ain't Yuji ain't doing that to Panda. Yuji Yuji ain't one shot. Yo, Yuji ain't one shot okay, Panda. that is no. Defend this point. Defend this point. I want to see you do it. Yuji Yuji's never shown the ability to do it there. What? 
Boom. What are you Point talking defended. about, bro? Yuji with cursed Shomori energy stomps Panda. Panda. I'm not saying he doesn't win. I'm saying he can't one-shot. I don't think he's one-shotting Panda like that. Okay. I just don't think it's happening. What, what, what level of diff here? What, 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 are, what, what are we talking about? GG mid-diffs Panda, whereas Kashima no-diffed him. Hold on. Mid-diff including his sister? Yes. That's, you know what, fine. That's technically acceptable. I'm willing to move past this. I'm willing to forgive you. I'm willing to move on and make amends. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I choose peace today. He's just he's just not... I don't think he's either... I don't think he's one-shotting Gorilla Panda either, though. And I think he's actually taking some real damage if he gets hit with unblockable drumming beat. Yuji can't one-shot Panda... The fact that Panda couldn't fight back is a feat. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Cream's your wild and lol. He's one of the few special grade sorcerers we've seen. Uh, we don't know that, guys. Yeah. Like, you're, you're saying a lot. Like, I agree, but we don't don't say it matter-of-factly like we know. We I would say it's pretty heavily implied. Yeah. And also, um, they're not sorcerers. They're cursed users, if you want to be technical. So they, they have no official designation. Uh, can you use domain amplification when you don't have a domain expansion? Probably not. Uh, wait, no. Yes, you can. Didn't? Isn't that what Hanami did with Jogo and them at the beginning yeah, of? But yeah. Hanami has a domain. What was the domain active? No, no, no. I think he's asking if you can if if. You oh, have a domain like you don't have you a don't domain. Have... Period. Oh, I thought they meant like activated. I, I would, I'd imagine so. That's like the entire point. Like for like weaker, less skilled sorcerers to be able to like counter stronger opponents. Especially the system. If you want shots with Black Flash, though, sure. Yes, if he gets a if he gets his power raised the to, to two point five like exponentially, sure, yes, probably. Um, but like imagine what Kashima is doing with the Black Flash. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, we we had this our uh, not argument but like debate a while back conversation where we were talking about um how strong uh certain sources were with cursed amplification, and I think it was you who said something like, yeah, it was you. It was definitely you. I remember now. You said something like Gojo with cursed energy amplification is physically superior to Maki and Toji. Probably yes. Yeah. Well, not probably. Actually, yes, for yeah. sure. And I'm wondering, um, now that we've had experience with more characters that kind of fill in like abstract, you know, in between levels of power, I'm wondering if you extend that uh, across the board to uh, somebody like Kashimo, like Ishigori, like like Ishigori with cursed energy. Do you think he solos Maki? Uh, it depends on how strong you think Yuta is. If you think Yuta with like cursed energy amplification is stronger than Gojo with cursed energy, like physically, physically only. No, I think Gojo's still like at the very top of it, just because of how he was able to like handle um all of uh his his opponents like physically. Uh, I don't know. Are Jogo and Hanami that impressive physically? Like... Yeah, because you remember the level of punishment they took from Yuji and Toto like consistently. Sure. Yeah, but a weaker Yuji and a weaker Toto. Yeah, like, but that was like four or five black flashes, and then the playful cloud hits from Toto. You well, know what I mean? For for Jogo, we know he would have died. Like Jogo is just stated to have like if if that happened to him, he would have lost. Yeah, but much more durable. We've that's what I love about JJK's power system. Jogo could defeat Hanami because fire burns wood, but uh, a black flash has like works more effectively against Jogo just because like his physical composition isn't as dense as Hanami's. Yeah, he's just he just he just has less durability, he's weaker. Yeah. Um so yeah, maybe um 
We haven't seen like, a Black Flash since Shibuya, since Shibuya. That's wild. Wait, for real? We have not. We have seen Black Flash start of calling game? When? He needs to charge you first. Considering Angel is a thousand years old and can nullify curse techniques, could it be she fought against Sukuna and helped in defeating him? See, that I would believe, right? That I would believe way more bro, than bro Kashima. Bro, to believe a character we haven't seen fight or even speak is closer to Sukuna than someone we've actually had showing. Hold on, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. That is not even what I said. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be willing to believe Angel helped beat Sukuna, but not Kashima. Angel hasn't uttered a word. One. Angel hasn't said anything. She hasn't done anything. Helped. Helped is the operative word here. I didn't say Kashima solo. Like it's impossible for Kashima. No, because he's a filler character. Bro, Angel has like actual hacks. What are you talking about? Angel's hacks are so much better than fucking Kashima's techniques. What are you talking about? We don't even know how they work for sure. You can't say that. You don't know what the conditions are. You don't know what the requirements are. We just know it can extinguish techniques. Dude. There are a lot of abilities that on paper sound very strong, but when you think about the context of how they're used, it's not really as impressive as you, as you the think. The literal second I see Kashima versus uh, Sukuna and Angel comes back, bro, Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna be so obnoxious. When it's when it's shown even, empirically listen. that Angel's oh, technique God. is just absolutely fucking broken and she just looks at you and she's just like, okay, gone. No curse technique for you. None. I'm not saying it's impossible. All I'm saying is you're you're assuming a lot, right, for a character that I don't think has uttered a single thing and hasn't done a single thing in the series that would indicate power or hacks. I'm just saying. I'm saying you're being very charitable to Angel, but not Kashimo. Whereas Kashimo had a whole chapter of him beating ass. But hey, Bro. you do you, man. All I'm saying is, all listen, I'm saying listen, is, negation the techniques going kind of crazy. Listen, negation techniques are just more broken than being sort of really strong. That is that is fundamentally what my take is. So if you're you, saying, so you're saying Angel would beat Sukuna since she has negation techniques versus Sukuna just being really strong. I mean, would you? Okay. Out of the three tiers of power, right, you have adaptability techniques like Maharagas, you have negation techniques like Angels, and then you have just, like, being strong, like, I don't know, J uh, Gojo, right? Out of those three, next to being OP, I'm just saying nullification? Kind of the same effect in a roundabout way. So there you have it, folks. Angel Joel greater than Sukuna in co-host Cream's yeah. eyes. Yeah. Angel so, one-shots yeah. uh, Gojo? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the idea. All I'm saying is that when Tengen was given his little speech, he pointed to the inverted sphere of heaven, Megan, uh, uh, Miguel's uh, uh, black rope, and Angel's technique as being the only three things in existence to erase a curse technique. I'm just saying, if sure. he's putting her in the same tier he, as the inverted he, sphere of heaven, you know, an you item Gojo is Hold very on. familiar with. Do you want to harp on how, how efficient Black Rope is, or do you want to, like, conveniently leave that out as a negating ability? Hold How did on. Black Rope work on Gojo? Uh, kind of well. He was uh, he got through the Infinity. Really. He got through the Infinity, didn't not he? Not really, It's just because dude. Miguel was ass, he bro. He didn't. He still. It's not because Miguel's ass. He's literally using the curse tool that you're like, it's so hype. It negates abilities. All I'm saying is negation abilities don't have to be as broken as you're making them out to seem. They can be. Right? There's the potential to be, but all I'm saying is Black Rope did not clinch the fight the way you're implying, like, negation techniques would be able to. Miguel still got Miguel still got bullied to the point where I have to question if, if Gojo's like Zoro, right? I st like, the, the Black Rope it made it, gave Gojo a little rug burn, right? But 
Mm, I don't know if it's that crazy, right? Uh, fine. I'm willing to pull back a little bit, just a tiny bit, and say I'm not saying something as crazy as like Angel low diffs Gojo. Fine, I'm I'm willing. Yeah, I'm willing to make that sacrifice for you, Br. I'm saying, do we even <laughs> know if she can take Gojo's abilities, bro? Let's be. Are honest. you in? Mm. Okay, now you're Gojo, pushing me. I'm gonna say this. Gojo has resisted ability negation before. Twice, actually. <sighs> Look, all, Twice. I'm, all I'm saying is that... Yeah, I'm not going to say it on stream. <laughs> uh, I'm saying Gojo has ability erasure resistance. He did it with domain amplification. He's just like, damn, this takes away my technique? No. Right? <laughs> no. And then he also did it with black rope. He was like, it's it's kind of messing with my technique a bit. He gets a little rug burn on his hand, and it like erases the thing that's actually yeah, attacking bro. him. And then he committed a hate crime. What what is this about? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then guess what? He, what did he use? He used red. Yeah. He starts. He spammed. No. He used red to blast off a curse curse's dome. I don't know. His curse technique seems pretty active. Uh, and hands, bro. yo. Thank you, Luca. Yeah. Then Gojo like used his hands and then punished Miguel for a bit before whipping out his curse techniques. That's how that you know that shit was personal, point. by the way. That just helps my point. Cursed, like curse technique negation, does not have to be broken. Uh, Kashimo still doesn't have a feat that would say he would be able to fight Sukuna as well. Thank you, Justin. Uh, bro, she didn't say different. I'm saying it's narratively implied. Bro, she's just removing the tech because you don't know how strong she is physically. I think she's about as physically strong as Maki. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm That's kidding. wild. I'm kidding. Aren't we forgetting about Karara? Maybe he'll appear in the next few chapters since he's outside the colony. Um, why would he appear if he's outside the colony? You know? I'm pretty sure Akari told him to stay. Or, uh, yeah, told uh, yeah. them to stay still. Yeah, outside, right? We don't know if Angel could handle Maki. Possible. What's what's there to handle? You know, like Maki's got no cursed energy, no cursed techniques. Like uh, obviously, Angel gets low diffed. Um, rope and spear are temporary erasures with rope breaking in like twenty minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes is excessive, bro. Yeah. It broke like twice when he just touched him. And also, the inverted spear of heaven is like the fucking uh, gold standard of cursed technique erasure. And even that it has to be like embedded in them to work. Like it has like. Not yeah. strict requirements, right? But, like, if it doesn't hit them, their technique is still active. So if he, like, stabs you and then pulls it out, you now have your technique again. I'm not saying that's not broken. I'm just saying even with, like, examples of broken ability removal, there are still, like, there are still, like, ways to just avoid it outright. Uh, what does this say? What do y'all think of Mirror? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna save that one for, for just a second. <clears throat> That's a wild, that's a wild conversation. All we really know about Angel's technique is that it negates other techniques. There could be some crazy conditions to balance it. Like, what if she negates all techniques, including her other ones? Where's this, where's it been stated that she, that she has other ones? You know, being mentioned in the same light doesn't mean much. All we really know about Angel's tech is that it. Neg oh, I already read that. Uh, what do y'all think of me? Okay, so this one. What do y'all think Miwa's power up going to be? Miwa has a power up? Question mark. Where's this coming from? Source. You're gonna get the power breath. What's her power? Being on the wrong side of history again. Oh my god! How, there is no way. Okay, I'm willing to forgive Kashimo because I could see like a reasonable assumption being made. But fucking Miwa? No, no. Okay, I'll say this. Ex explain why she has that like 
very in-depth monologue versus Genjaku and then explain why she's in the Kulin games now if she's if she's not going to be very relevant later on. I'm not talking about relevancy. I'm talking like power. How, in order to be relevant, she needs power. It's it's, it's just a non-negotiable thing. But in JJK, it, you it, literally things... you literally can't be like significantly uh, demonstrably more powerful than than you were before. Like it, you can That's be. That's just not true. Yes, you can. Okay, That's hold just, on, hold on. You can you can drop from grade four to special grade. Hold on, speed. hold like, on, hold on. This is not including any exceptions like Utah, and B, it's also not including it's, things just like technical ability with Megami, right? Not including examples. It's not including examples, yes. If Utah you, is literally an exception. If you disregard examples, yes, you can disregard examples. I agree. Like, I'm saying, yes, oh characters can get massively stronger in short spans of time. Yuji's done it, and he has, doesn't even have a technique. Megami's done it, and he didn't even learn any new abilities. All he did is, like, really master the ones he currently had. Like, do you think, like, these characters don't just start out at, like, grade one if they reach there, right? They have to, Dude, like, evolve their current abilities. So fucking power scale Miwa right now, just based off speculation alone. I want to I wanna hear how strong you think she's going to be. She low diffs Kenjaku? What? Question mark? Probably. Insane Probably. take. Insane take right now. I don't know. She'll probably hit like grade one somewhere around there. Kenjaku like is mid mid to high grade one. Kenjaku is horribly special grade. What are you talking about? Mm, he's he's right where Ghetto is. Maybe he's a little bit, stronger. Maybe a little bit better because he has he has idle transfiguration now. Yeah, I'll yeah. stronger because he has idle transfiguration now. No other reason though. And more experience. Yo, you're really pushing me right now, BR. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel my inner toxicity. There's just, there's just there's just no reason to say he's he's. He's much stronger outside of Idol Transfiguration. Miwa could have there trained with that no guy that, who blocked Uzumaki. Are you saying Kusakabe could have stopped uh, Kenjaku? Because also, that, what are you talking about? The logic flows that Miwa I mean, needs... Kusakabe stopped his maximum technique, bro. Dude, I, I will shield for Kusakabe every day of the week, right? But that was a defensive attack, which is kind of the new Shadow style uh, uh, specialty, right? I, I don't begrudge that, right? What I'm saying... Is that on offense, Miwa's kind of been shown to be absolute dog shit. She couldn't even handle Maki pre-awakening. Like, what what are we doing here? Okay. W what about it? Like, what what's the what's the point? Yuji couldn't one v one Mahito, like an uh, an infant Mahito in one of his earlier fights. So what? Okay. What what is the? Paint me a picture here. Make me understand the vision. I I need I need to hear this pitch. Go. Why is why is Miwa gonna suddenly go from like grade four barely to like special oh, grade? She's like a grade three, grade two. Um, but anyways, uh, I didn't say special grade, and I just think she's gonna get stronger. She just she has way too much screen time for someone uh, that's just gonna be irrelevant. I think from like a writing perspective, it would be wasteful of pages to give her the um, like the the like two to three page monologue where she's like she's throwing away her past her present and her future all to like in this final swing or whatever oh you and think it's having... a, a gone power up uh i mean if it was a gone power up she would have got it right then and there because that's what she was doing um i think what what's happening is it's just it's just negativity being negativity right if you lose mekamaru if you lose uh like there's a lot of things she could have possibly lost her 
her family could be in massive danger right now or even dead, right? If she lost both of those things combined, I don't know if it's very hard to believe that in a power system that bases itself on, on the control of negative energy, that a lot of loss could lead to a power-up. This is honestly a little bit crazy town, just a little bit, but... I'm like the the main thing this is coming from is the whole she's beating Kenjaku thing. She literally can't do that without being special grade. I'm not saying I was I was joking. I don't think oh, Kenjaku. Bro, I how am I supposed to know if you're joking or not? Because you were like she solos Kenjaku and I said yes. Uh, that see that now that was a joke. See what I mean? See how easy it is to be gullible? God damn, bro. That's what Anyways, I fucking thought. That's what I fucking thought. All I'm thought. saying all I'm saying is, uh, me would like think about it. Like think about it from like a, an author's perspective, right? What reason does Giga have to include her if she's not going to be relevant to the narrative? Uh, that's a good argument. I'm not, you know, that wasn't my issue with what you said. The issue with what you said just came from like a she's going to be significant from a power fighting perspective, and that's like the thing that's that that was kind of like throwing me off. Like unless she's. In uh, helping counter a domain or something? Sh like, <laughs> come on, man. How much support is Miwa gonna really contribute, in, in, uh, like, directly in, in a 1v1? So, here's the thing. If you agree that she, like, from a writing perspective, Gigi's probably, like, building her up to be relevant, right? In an arc called the Killing Games, where, like, the entire point is to get, gain points, right, by killing people and fighting against people, the only way to be relevant is to be strong, right, or to be useful in combat, right? So if you agree she's going to have plot relevance, you almost, by necessity, agree that she's going to get strong enough to be relevant to the plot. Like, I'm not saying she's—I'm not even saying she's going to be stronger than, like— current Megami and Yuji. I'm not saying it's that crazy, but what I'm saying is she's going to get, I think, much stronger because I think from a writing standpoint, it would not make sense to include her in the, in like two times where she where she's like sticking her nose where it doesn't it's not inherent like she's not being pulled into this fight, right? She is going into it herself. She has her relationship with Mekamaru. She has like a relationship with her siblings and things like that where she's like willing to throw that all the way to fight Kenjaku and she fails. She utterly fails. Her blade is snapped, and we see her walking pretty ominously, mind you, through the Sendai colony. At least we can assume, seeing as how like the wreckage kind of is similar to like uh, what happened with Ishigori, uh, like with the the granite blast, kind of looks somewhat like the wreckage after that. But regardless, right? She's walking through the Colin game somewhere. I think it'd be weird to give her that that precious uh, like page time because we know how like limited mangaka are in their chapters. There's no narrative reason to include her if she's not going to be re she's not going to be somewhat relevant to the plot. One of us is going to get vindicated in these Very next true. in these next couple chapters, and I'm uh, just to kind of like make my point cemented in stone here. Uh, <clears throat> I think she's going to be relevant narratively. But I don't think that's through the vehicle of her getting significantly stronger via like power, yeah. and that that that's my take. offer. Okay, offer uh, an alternative way she can be relevant in a in a arc that is almost primarily based on fighting, where she isn't relevant in a battle. Easily support role. Somebody whips out a domain. That's still being relevant. You know, I'm talking still being relevant in a bro, battle. I'm countering a domain. She can what, already what, do what? that, though, right? That's my whole thing. Uh, you, the way you yes, phrased it was, was like, she, like, solos Kashimo, I, right? Yeah. That's her. That's how she but, contributes. 
what I'm saying is if what who cares if she opens a simple domain and she's finding the domain, the person she's supporting will still die. Then maybe she could figure out a way to extend it beyond her. Like that's that's what then, I envi- and, and, and and let me let me explain why that's still why she still needs to be stronger to do that because if it, if she's a weak link to the point where she can be taken out in few hits, which we're we're seeing she's like currently like a grade three, you literally could blitz in one shot her and now you're back to square one, right? Because if we're saying if we're going against someone that has a domain, you're probably a grade one, right? At bare minimum, maybe a special grade. Fine. If you're any of those ranks, you are blitzing Miwa, and you are you are literally one shotting her. If you're saying she's a she's a grade three, I think she has to be stronger, at least strong enough to somewhat hold her own. Because even in the example you provided, you could get rid of like that a, a simple domain user if they're abysmally weaker than you very easily, very easily. It's not that difficult to do. So I ask you one more time, right? What are you envisioning for her for her big power up? Like like like, how do you see it? Because I see it in a supporting role, right? What are you seeing? I'm not even saying I don't see it in a supporting role. I'm saying she just has to get physically stronger. Um, like she'd have to be able to like react to these other combatants. She has to be able to like go back and forth with them. She can't be sub like Maki level uh, in terms of uh, like pre awakening. Post- oh, okay. Pre awakening. Okay, fine. Right? I agree. She's... Like a physical boost would definitely like bump her way up right i'll even I think, I'll, I think i'll even the easiest way to do that is just cursed energy amp i'll even give you one. i'll even give you a little olive branch right i think she can she can hit a black flash like i think that's what her power up's gonna be sure maybe all i'm saying is i think she's gonna get stronger in it in a considerable way is she gonna be the top tier the top echelon of the verse probably not um but like I'm, I do think she's gonna get stronger. All right, fine. I think that's a nice place to end uh, the debate. How about you? If you want to make any closing thoughts about it. Yeah. Uh, do I do I think anything else about about Miwa? No, I don't think I do. I don't think I have any more many, any more thoughts for. I think we're good. All right. Um. So do we? Is there like any other part of the chapter we should address? Like Panda just got like smoked here. I, I, there's not. <laughs> much else that happened so yeah just it was it was it was really just panda getting put on display yeah getting bullied uh panda could have gone to a zoo and then been less exposed that was a bad joke i don't know i don't feel as con you i don't feel as confidence (laughs) without like the edit button at my disposal you know now everybody without the edit bro yeah everybody can just see it they can just see it they can they just like no they're judging you yeah bro nah but bareback the, honored oh, ones yeah. hell yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah uh i think it was pretty straightforward i i feel like mo- all, all things considered um i feel like in these next whatever whatever chapters decide to cover kashima we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, scaling things because i feel like i think he's gonna be real strong but we'll see we'll yeah see. I'm waiting for a siren to go by gotcha so I need you to take over here. I got you. I'll take over, chat. What are y'all talking about? Let me see. Anyone can have Black Flash if they concentrate? Sure, but there are people more profound, not profound, but more proficient with uh, Black Flash users, usage, i.e. UG. Uh, support world barely exists in JJK verse, though. I can only think of the Nurse Who Healed UG. I mean, if you think of like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a tank, like she could be like a tank class fighter. Uh, but I think to be a tank class fighter, she still requires more power. 
And honestly, I kind of disagree with that uh, sentiment about support roles because, like, what the fuck are Toto and uh, Megami then, right? Like, Toto's a fucking brawler, and so is. Oh, uh, so not is Megami. Megami. Um, fucking Nobara. Like Nobara and Yuji. Like that was a great, great teamwork fight. Like what? Like come on, guys. Well, I think they're both supporting each oh. other, but I don't think they're support fight like Hold on. type. Fighters. I actually got more. Nanami and Yuji, Nobara, Nobara and Yuji. No, um, no, 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 no. I think you're, I think you're conflating teaming up and like being a a support class type fighter. Like, oh. Nanami and Yuji are both brawlers. Like they don't, they don't have abilities that typically work well together, right? Not, not that they work particularly bad, but they just both hit people really hard, right? I know, but um, um d it was definitely, it felt like support because it's not like uh, Nanami's. Uh, damage was going to stick to Mahito in the same way Yuji's was. Sure, it is support, but what I'm saying is ha like being able to support somebody while you fight is different than being a support class or a support type fighter because, yeah, Yuji supported Toto in their fight. Would you classify Yuji as a support type fighter? Hmm, okay. I see what you mean. So, what about, uh... Fuck, man. Support. There aren't many because... Because yeah, if you like think exclusively, about it, right, is, yeah, there aren't any. Yeah, what what is the what is like the like one of the themes of JJK, right? How do you be it strong? Alone, you fight for yourself. It's, yeah. yeah, you fight alone. It is a it is an individual sport in the words of Gojo. A support type fighter, like kind of goes against the grain in that sense. Uh, okay, all right. Um, I can definitely see that in the verse of JJK. I I guess I always kind of assumed like people who pair up in groups and stuff. Um. Like Maki, uh, Panda, and uh, Inomaki were very much like teamwork makes the dream work. But even then, they are just partners. Not any one of them is like the ace. Mm -hmm. um, and Maki has actually like a uh, in like Volume Zero, like a pretty interesting comment about like flocking together. I don't know if you remember it, right? Mm -hmm. But she's like curses team up if they're weak. Like they tend to flock together, and they're like. I guess that applies to humans. So you could just make a comment that, yeah, typically if characters will like fight in in larger groups, that typically is indicative of them just being weak and subpar. All right, all right. Um, yeah, man, we're 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 like really blasting through our like conversation topics today. It feels like uh this is a faster paced episode for some reason. You know, we've only been recording an hour and a half, uh, less even, and that's including the uh, preamble of setting up the the stream. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ouch. Shoulder hurts. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like we we being pretty straightforward. Uh, I don't know. Chat. Do you guys got any crazy questions for us? Any like particular topics you want to see us cover? JJK yeah. related. Or uh, anything else. How are you guys enjoying uh, the, the stream, by the way? And also, you know, I want just to reiterate, because we got some new people in here, make sure to like this stream. I, I want to see if it actually has a tangible effect on the video's performance. We're on 66 likes and like 90 concurrent viewers. So if you're if you're here, make sure to like this uh, the, the stream. You know, smash the like button, if you will. Huh. Question for you. Think Koshimo's curse technique can pass to Goto's Infinity since he's sending positive... Proton, which is not dangerous by itself, without negative protons, so would infinitely not consider no. it as a threat to Gojo. No. I think it. Re Go ahead. Yes, uh, I think we. What, what, what's your answer? Because I'm saying it's not passing. Uh, I'm saying it's not passing because it's cursed yeah. energy. Yeah, and also Gojo's like... able to select what goes in and out, and that includes like actual, real, physical objects, not just shit with cursed energy. 
I also think the speed of the things moving, because he says he he filters it out by like mass, speed, cursed energy, and a bunch of other different factors. Mm-hmm. If he has something moving at the speed of lightning towards him, he pro- probably just identifies this as inherently threat, threatening to him, and it'll just block it. Yeah. So stream has been awesome. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. Um, was Gojo surviving against Toji and Aspol? Uh, no, 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 because Gojo's been consistently shown to be, like, a very special kind of, uh, being, um, and so I think that was, like, the right kick in the pants, like, to have his awakening. Uh, yeah, uh, I also don't really consider it much of an ash bull. I mean, you can kind of say it is, maybe, I don't know, because it's, like, um... Like because it's a flashback, right? So we, so we as the viewers aren't meant to assume Gojo's dead. We know he's not dead, right? This is a flashback. The purpose of this scene is not supposed to, like, unlike other scenes where say, like, if Gojo were like killed by Sukuna, right, or like his head was cut off, right, uh-huh. and then he like comes back, you could argue, yeah, that's probably an asshole. But the reason it's an asshole is because we can we can reasonably expect Gojo to have died or lost from that. But in a flashback, you'd have to be a moron. Like, you'd actually actually, you have to have hit your head several times as a child, right? To think that in a flashback, where we know Gojo's still alive, (laughs) that he died against Toji, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think that fact combined, like, the act of Gojo being alive is in itself, like, foreshadowing that he survived against Toji somehow. Uh, The Honored Ones podcast, how will Yuji's power uh, look uh, against Kashimo. I think Yuji honestly is like performing about twice as good as Panda um in gorilla mode. Like I think really what's what's Yuji, what Yuji's performance is going to be based on is uh if how many black flashes he can land, um how much damage he can huh. inherently do with divergent fist and B how well he can tank Kashimo's uh actual attacks. In in those respects, right? I think Yuji uh is Still loses, by the way. Just to make that very clear. He loses either way. But I think in that case, it's the difference between getting low diffed and then getting mid diffed. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> feel like he's getting low diffed, probably. I you, think it's it's not to the same extent Panda is. Wait, even with easy, all easy. the conditions I laid out, black flesh and everything. I don't think he's. I don't think he's landing a black flesh. I'm not sure he's. He may usually may hit him one, two, maybe three times. I don't think he's landing a black flash in any of those attacks. Yuji kind of what Yuji needs to do to get black flashes. He typically needs to be like he needs to fight long enough to get pushed into a corner, and even that's not even the case like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like Yuji really needed a black flash versus Shoso, and he didn't get one right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like he can just even though he's very uh, talented when it comes to that, he can't use it at will. And I don't think that if in a short battle like this, because I think Kashima's handling him quickly, I don't think Yuji's lasting very long. Alright. Um that's what how how well do you think y- Yuji can de- uh take the damage of Kashima's just base techniques? It's kinda difficult because like Because he is more durable, like objectively, like far more durable than Panda. Like, I would say the difference, like, if you were to compare strength, cursed energy, everything, the biggest stat difference is definitely um, durability defense. Uh, I think it'd, it'd just be strength and durability. I think I think UD strength is very is, is just very relative to his durability. True, but I think, like, the fact that he's able to take um, different kinds of punishment is also consideration and durability, right? Like, he's naturally immune to poisons, for example. Like, that's a hard thing to quantify in a durability uh, stat, but I, I would count it, right? 
I just think I think it's it's just a resistance to poisons. I don't think so. Like if I if I have a resistance to poisons, I can still get stabbed. Like I didn't yeah. make me any more durable. No, no, no. It means I'm, like I'm I giving an example of like uh, oh, okay. yeah, of like special circumstances and durability fee. Like I don't think it's been shown that UG has any particular durability to electrical attacks. You know. Yeah. So, I'm wondering if like, because he comp Panda compared it to Nui. Which I found super interesting because Nui's attack I always felt was like the effect is paralysis, but the visual cue is electricity. Similar in that like Hakari's like show of like the people catching the trains and everything doesn't really have much to do with the actual technique aside from being a visual representation of the effect that's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought I always thought it's like a taser type effect. It just you get hit, you're stunned, and you're like, oh fuck. Really? Um, so you you think it's, yeah. it, the the effect is like tangible with uh like like cause and effect, not just visual flare then effect? Yeah, I think it's cause and effect. I think it is. Uh, like for example, when Nui hits Momo, I think it is she gets shocked. The shock paralyzes her nervous system temporarily, and she's just therefore stuck. Ah, uh, okay. I see what you mean. All right, I can get down with that. Lastly, Miwa will be important in spreading NSS to the people of Japan as cursed energy will become the norm and folks will need to a way to defend themselves. I like, you know, I've always been a subscriber of uh, Yuki's philosophy being the dominating one because it, it always seemed like the end goal was, was definitely going to be um, uh, cursed energy just gets removed like off the face of the earth. Like, I definitely think she's going to win in the end. Mm. Um. Uh, maybe. I think Kashimo in a hand-to-hand -hand fight is much more buffed Chozo. <laughs> that's, see, that, now that's being a hater right there. Oh, no, 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 he says Yuji gets low diffed. Never mind. Um, why do you think older sorcerers are stronger than current day? Because they've been stated to be. What? No, I think he's saying, I think he's saying why, like, what is the reason? Um... Not why. Oh. Why is it the case? So I like, thought. It, it, yeah, my bad. I read. I think, I, that's, um, that's how I read it personally. Yeah, no, no, it just I read the word "think" as uh, "say," so I thought. Yeah, yeah my bad. Um, why do I? Because honestly, um, I think it's just the. Uh, it has to do with the circumstances of that time. Like back then, it was kind of implied that it was like a constant battle for survival, or alternatively, it was like a, an age of warriors, so to speak. So they were just constantly fighting more and more and more and more. So uh, that's that honestly could be it. Right now, current day sorcerers, um, aside from like Japanese ones, for example, th and that's another thing, right? Is like Tenkin's participation in closing off um, the barriers to cursed energy from the rest of the world. So it's like all in Japan. It's like localized within uh, the, the borders of Japan. So they kind of have a, a monopoly on cursed energy there. Um, I don't think that same circumstance was back was happening back then, so, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's killer be killed, so people naturally start to adapt to the the. It's just literally evolution. I feel like it is if curses are always going to be after you, um, and Zoosh are going to always be after curses. It like kind of feels this like a yin and yang strength increase. How strong is Utah in fingers, if you had to guess? Uh, 13. 12, 13. It would be a very good fight, I ain't gonna lie. The world was probably more savage back then, too. Yeah. How strong was Utah in Yo, did you answer the Utah one? No, you didn't. Which one? How strong is Utah in uh, Sukuna fingers? I, I said 12, 13. 15. Insane. No. Oh, my God. 
<sighs> I think the whole point is that Yuji thinks Sukuna can be beat by Yuta. Do you? I think if Yuji thinks it, I have no reason to not believe it currently. That's crazy shit that you're spewing right now, bro. Unless unless you think Sukuna hasn't revealed like a technique that's a game changer. Like, I'll say this. Yuta probably would beat the Sukuna that was shown in Shibuya. If you want to say 15 fingers, Sukuna maybe has more things in the back pocket. Sure, I can concede that that is a possibility. But I'm saying I think Yuta sh is implied to be stronger than what Sukuna showed in Shibuya. Fine, but I'm saying at minimum, it's minimum. Just to reiterate, minimum, extreme diff for Yuta. I'm not sure what gives you that idea. Bro, the fact uh, that I'm giving you any level of diff in Yuta's favor, you should be thanking me. I think he gets I don't washed. need to be thanking you. Gets Gage gives me the reason, all the reason I need to think that Yuta can beat 15 fingers Sukuna. Dude, oh, you know, in terms of fights that I want to see just to settle our personal disagreements, um, Yuta versus Sukuna has definitely got to be top of the list, followed by uh, like anybody not named Yuta versus uh, Sendai Colony level threat. So, uh, you know, Yuji versus Yuji and Megami versus somebody like fucking Kashima or even uh, Uro, right? Because I think, um, uh, you know, little little side tangent here, but I definitely feel like I don't understand. Okay, how the fuck are they beating Kenjaku, right? When all these people within the Colin games are, you know, as far as like I'm reading them, are kind of like pitched as mini bosses uh for all these uh, characters so my whole thing is like uh what like what kind of thing is motivating them to be like not only are we gonna survive this but you know we're gonna fucking kill kenjaku <laughs> sure you just liked it apparently uh also there's somebody, somebody said he has no recollection of events it's objectively untrue we know yuji saw like knows what happened to yeah. that's why he feels so guilty uh, Come on, bro. Can Megami be a stronger sorcerer if he was raised by the Zenin clan? Probably, but he'd be no. a dick. I don't know. No, but my whole thing is like, yes, because they've had the most experience with previous users, so they'd kind of put him on the fast track to like knowing how to use this technique. When nobody has it though, besides him, no, no I don't think... previous holders. Like it's like how everybody knows about Gojo's red and blue outside of the Gojo clan, you know. Sure, they know about the technique, but Megami knows about the technique, and Gojo knows about the Zenin clan technique. Like, they're aware of it because it's a family technique. I don't think they have, like, special insight because there's nobody else to give them that special insight. Yeah. I think they'd only know what they've seen and heard, which is pretty similar to what Gojo would know, see, and hear. Man, I, I want to see the, go the rest of the Gojo clan so bad, dude. I want to see them all, like, in a fucking beach house in Malibu, like, all retired because what the fuck do they need to do, you know? <laughs> hold on hold on this guy uh he saw de a dead area erased after she said take a good look brat that's actually that's true but that you're you're literally taking you're literally removing parts of the scene he knows that sukuna uh killed those two girls right and they didn't die like they didn't die in that area he remembers that they died so we know for a fact right that he remembers things that even sukuna does not intentionally show him yeah. The same way that Sukuna has information of the outside world while inside of Yuji is very similar to how Yuji gets it. I think with Yuji, though, it's like it flashes into his head immediately after switching. 
sort of like yeah. he's barraged with information. But we know UG actually, knows about Sukun and what he did. I actually take a different approach. Um, I and also just the, in that fight with Megami, with Sukun and Megami, um, UG heard Megami's pleads like through Sukuna, so that's that's also another thing. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I am also of the mind, and I think a lot of people who uh, like a lot of people know this, but they don't really like know that they know it. In that Yuji is the dominant host, like yeah. <laughs> you know Yuji's form is the base form that Sukuna transforms into. You know, it's not like Yuji transforms yeah. into two faces, four arms, and even internally yeah. Sukuna still looks like Yuji. Um, so that's the main thing. Second is the fact that Yuji controls, like, every other day of the week that he's not force-fed fingers, he controls Sukuna's, like, uh, comings and goings uh, in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, we know, uh, like, what happens is uh, when Gojo, like, tries to see how good of a vessel Yuji would be, right, what he does is he counts to, he's like, switch to Sukuna for 10 seconds. Yeah. He then counts to 10, says switch back, and Yuji's like, all right, we good? Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah, it it there's no there's nothing not nothing but like it's very unlikely that Sukuna can stop Yuji from seeing something in his own body. Yeah, the only thing we know that he could stop him from seeing is the binding vow, and that's because part of the binding vow was that he forgets it. And even then he doesn't fully, fully forget it, you know, because he's still able to answer Gojo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um... Also, can we get 100 likes? We're on 89 right now, and it, I just want to, like, get this stream to 100 likes for my for my um, own satisfaction. And uh, I think we're just about, uh, not just about done. Like, is there anything else you want to address, but also, like, 100 likes? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, clans have the, uh, I don't know. I'm just reading chat at this point. Uh, my one complaint is that Yuji asked, was it okay? I mean, I feel like Yuji can be polite because he just let a monster loose. Damn, bro. And like... I, sorry, I said that, and, like, two seconds later, it went up from 89 to, like, 98. Dang, you guys nice. are awesome. Okay, right, go on. Uh, I was just saying, because it was supposed to be somewhat of a refutation, I feel like. Hmm. But, like, I don't think, I mean... Like, what Gojo follows up with is saying, yeah, you really can control it. I don't think Yuji would be able to control it if he wasn't aware of, like outside stimulus going on in fact yuji's whole point like if you if you remember like yuji knows he can he can like be aware of his outside surroundings and the reason i say this is because when they're fighting the special grade finger bearer yuji's plan is to let megami get out switch with sukuna or sukuna to kill um uh the, the finger bearer for him and then once it's dead right once he kills it its intention was to switch back right so what he what like now the only reason that doesn't work is because like uh damn bro <laughs> you up for a second bro damn my ears bleeding ears yeah got you got you i was about to say i was like man that's crazy essentially essentially yuji um like is under the uh the under the idea that he can like he can tell when something out going on outside is happening and then make switches appropriately. The only reason he's wrong is because once again you he didn't know that you can't switch with Sukuna without any consequence. And um to touch on the question uh Chatter asked about the binding vow, um the way I think Sukuna is going to go about using it like his big moment is going to be when it's kind of like a Dragon Ball, they assemble the Dragon Balls and get one wish situation where Yuji's about to say something 
or make a decision that's impactful in some way, boom, Sukuna does it because he doesn't need to hurt anybody. He doesn't need, like, like he, yeah. he satisfies all his conditions and he only needs 30 seconds to, like, say two sentences. You know what I mean? And that's basically the, like, Sukuna's big moment to either do some damage, uh, enact his master plan with Urume and Megumi and all that, or B, uh, or C, sorry, just to be a dick. Uh, to Yuji, I mean, he's... He could also yeah. bluff. He could also, like, bluff in that minute. Like, they don't know... He could lie, like he could lie that top. He could say, "I made a binding vow with Yuji, like that he forgot about, so that I can switch him permanently whenever I want." Right? Yeah. They don't know. He could say whatever he wants to, and they just have to take him at face value, and like he can get them to do a lot. Of, he can make he can he can get Megumi to make a binding vow, so he he switches back with Yuji. He can do a lot of things, dude. He could, uh, yeah. There's a ton of different things he could do with that. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh. By the way, we hit 102 likes. Let's go. You guys are awesome. Um. Nice. Do you want to um, touch on, like, fan things real quick? Just kind of like a status update about two things. One is Nobara's presence in the story. Yeah, Nobara Watch, if you will. <laughs> we can make this a whole Lack segment. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, still no new info. Uh, Nobara Watch is first installment. Uh, yeah, that's your update, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, Nobara still on pack watch. Number two, uh, when the hell is JJK ending? <laughs> uh two years maybe wow you know i also think two years because i know gege was probably aiming for 2023 to be the end just because uh i think he made that comment before he went on that one month hiatus too so i think yeah yeah i mean ideally i see it going slightly longer than dr stone hitting that 250 mark and then after that yeah. it's kind of like wherever direction he wants to take it yeah we'll have to see i don't know no dead body no we saw her dead body on the ground we in fact like the thing is you can't say she didn't die we know for a fact she did like her heart stopped um she stopped breathing like she's she is medically dead yeah um, now i'm not saying it's impossible because people people come back from like their heart stopping and stop breathing all the time mm -hmm. but she did die you saw her dead body yeah. like everyone did so i guess that's your answer well, wait hold on yeah that's my uh, answer what um What's your estimation, chapter-wise? For what? Like, how many chapters it goes up to? I don't know. Um, I think it goes for another another two years, maybe two and a half years. I don't know. How what is, how many other chapters is that? That's... Is that 150 more? No. What? That's, like, on the very high end. That's uh, Being conservative, there's, like, 40 chapters a year. And I'm being very, very conservative here. Um, so I'd say, like, 80 more chapters in two years. Not including the rest of this one. I'm saying two and a half years. Two and a half years. Huh. That's the rest of the Cullen games to be wrapped up, including all the fights. Um, that's... Because I think the Cullen games has a lot of threads open. That's room for, like, two mini arcs, like, around the same length as Maki's perfect preparation arc. If he wants to do that. Um, and then there's a... Like... There's no in-between in villain of Kenjaku and Sukuna, so I think they just go straight into the Sukuna final boss arc after that. Probably, unless Sukuna is going to be the final boss. He's going to usurp. Uh, he could. It could be something where like he usurps Kenjaku as the final boss. Oh, Maybe, like same moment at the end of Culling Games. You think he Gege is like not going to have any wiggle room in between? Maybe I'm not sure. I can very easily see him doing something like that though. Huh. All right. Okay. I fuck with it. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, I think that's a good wrap up for this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I, I will answer one last question because someone brought up a, a, a very interesting hypothetical. Uh -huh. This is what if the binding valve uh, in relation to Yuji and Tsukuna's is designed for Yuji to fail so that he loses control of the vessel. We don't know the penalty for breaking a vow with another person other than losing everything, right? Um, so, uh, I guess kind of two things. Uh, we don't even know if, you, like, this could be an example of Yuji simply can't break the binding vow, like, as in, like, he's physically unable to, which okay. I'm leaning closer towards. Like, he cannot break it even if he wants to. Um, one, because he's not aware of it, and two, it might be something like a, a sort of, like, more of an overtime binding vow rather than like a mahito will like uh help mechamaru get his body back binding vow it's more of something you are chained to do this right you have no option unlike a oh i can choose to abide by this and deal with the consequences later also just no just essentially still being like like i said earlier being able to be saved it does not mean you're not dead you can People, like I said, people die and are revived all the time. You saw her dead body and she did die, right? Mm -hmm. That's not that's not up for debate. That's actually objectively the the case. Yeah. Whether or not she comes back is different, but she did die and you saw it. <laughs> it was on screen. Like Mahito killed her. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Sorry about that. Uh, You're good. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um. I think yeah, uh, fun episode, great episode. Um, Very great episode. I, I think it's safe to say it was better than last one. Yeah. That that I was agree. That, that, that was hold, hold on a second. I just have to do something. Okay, sorry about that. The the little dings were getting to me. Mm. Um, yeah, overall, I think it was a great episode. Way better than I think Thursday's episode. You know, when we were both like at our fucking limit, energy wise. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah. I think a uh, good stream overall. We had a lot to talk about in particular, so it was, it was pretty fun. Had a lot of people show out here too, so that's nice. Yeah, thank you all for coming out. You're you're the best. Um, honestly, we almost peaked with a hundred viewers concurrent. We got up to like ninety nine, but then we went back down. And I'm, but we still like you know got a hundred likes. We, it's great performance on this one. I think um, this new Sunday format is definitely the way to go. Um, uh, thank you. Is my those are my closing thoughts br it's your turn um and my closing thoughts are you're welcome um so <laughs> not just to you creams but to the entire chat uh yeah appreciate you guys joining uh you're welcome for this great entertainment this <laughs> riveting discussion um but yeah we'll see you guys next week hope you guys enjoyed and uh you know leave a comment if you guys have any more questions that we didn't get to answer actually in the stream yeah peace check out our previous episodes uh do the youtube stuff all right later bye